Once upon a podcast. Once upon a time. time before time. time in the world was one day. There was once a beautiful princess. This is the Mythologi podcast. Modern retellings Today's episode, The Baba Yaga. Once upon a time, when the world was still quite new, there lived an elderly couple. The husband had a daughter from his previous wife, his childhood sweetheart, who he had loved with all his heart. But she had died far too young, and he was left to raise his daughter all alone. Until one day, he remarried and found some form of happiness close to what he had known before. But his new wife, she did not like his daughter at all. She wanted no reminder of his previous wife or the previous happiness they had once shared. One day, the father went away, so the stepmother approached the girl and said she said, Go to your aunt, my sister, and ask her for a needle and thread to make you a new dress. Now this aunt was a Baba Yaga, what some of you may call a demon or a hag or a witch. And the stepmother sent this girl to see her with nothing but malicious intent. But the girl was no fool. She went to her real aunt's house first, the sister of her father. And looking at her, she said, she said, Good morning, auntie. Good morning, my dear. What have you come for? Mother has sent me to her sister to ask for a needle and thread to make me a new dress. But her sister is a Baba Yaga, and I am afraid and dare not approach. Then her aunt instructed her what to do. She sat down with her niece, embraced her very fondly, and then she said, she said, There is a birch tree there, niece, which would hit you in the eye. You must tie a ribbon around the tree. There are doors which would creak and bang. You must pour oil on their hinges. There are dogs which would tear you into pieces. You must throw them these rolls. There is a cat which would scratch out your eyes. You must give it a piece of bacon. So the girl went away and walked and walked until she came to the place. There stood a hut, and in it sat weaving the Baba Yaga, the bony shanks. "'Good morning, Auntie,' said the girl. "'Good morning, my dear,' replied the Baba Yaga. "'Mother has sent me to ask you for a needle and thread to make me a new dress. "'Very well. Sit down and weave here a little in the meantime.' "'So the girl sat down behind a loom, and the Baba Yaga went outside and said to her maidservant, Go and heat the bath, 
and get my niece washed and scrubbed. And mind you, look sharp after her. She must be clean and spick and span, unspoiled by dirt and grime. For tomorrow morning, I will breakfast off of her. Well, the girl inside behind the loom overheard those instructions and sat there in such a fright that she was as much dead as alive. Presently, she spoke imploringly to the maidservant, saying, Kinswoman, dear, do please wet the firewood instead of making it burn and fetch the water for the bath in a sieve. And in so saying, she gave her as a gift her very own handkerchief. The Baba Yaga waited a while. Then she came to the window and asked, Are you weaving, niece? Are you weaving, my dear? Oh yes, dear aunt, I'm weaving. So the Baba Yaga went away again, and the girl called over the cat and gave the cat a piece of bacon. And she asked, she asked, Is there no way of escaping from here? Here is a comb for you and a towel, said the cat. Take them and be off. The Baba Yaga will pursue you, but you must lay your ear on the ground. And when you hear that she is close at hand, meow, first of all, throw down this towel. It will then become a wide, wide river. And if the Baba Yaga gets across the river meow, and tries to catch you, then you must lay your ear on the ground again. And when you hear that she is close at hand, throw down the comb. It will then become a dense, dense forest. Through that, she will not be able to force her way through. The girl took the towel and the comb and fled. The dogs would have ripped her to pieces, but she threw to them the rolls, and they let her go by. The doors would have begun to squeak and to bang, but she poured oil on their hinges, and they let her pass through. The birch tree would have poked out her eyes, but she tied the ribbon around it, and the tree let her pass. And the cat sat down to the loom and worked away in the girl's stead, muddling everything about as it had never done much weaving. Up came Baba Yaga to the window and asked, Are you weaving, niece? Are you weaving, my dear? I'm weaving, dear aunt. I'm weaving, gruffly replied the cat. The Baba Yaga rushed into the hut and saw that the girl was gone and took to beating the cat and abusing it for not having scratched out the girl's eyes. But the cat raised up on her legs and showed its teeth to the Baba Yaga and said to her, How long have I served you? But you never have given me so much as a bone. But this young, sweet girl who owed me nothing gave me a piece of bacon. You have received your just due. And the cat turned and scampered away, never to be seen or heard from again. Enraged, 
the Baba Yaga pounced upon the dogs, upon the doors, on the birch tree, and on the servant maid, intending to abuse them all for their betrayal and to knock them all about. But the dog said to her, Long have we served you. You've never so much as pitched us to burnt crust, but she gave us rolls to eat. And the door said, Long have we served you, but you never poured even a drop of water on our hinges, but she poured oil on us. The birch tree said, Long have I served you. You've never tied a single thread around me, but she fastened a ribbon around me. And the servant maid said, Long have I served you. You've never given me so much as a rag, but she gave me a handkerchief. The Baba Yaga, bony of limb, quickly jumped into her mortar, sent it flying along with the pestle, sweeping away the while all traces of its flight with a broom, and set off in pursuit of the girl. When the girl put her ear to the ground, and when she heard that the Baba Yaga was chasing her, and was now very close at hand, she flung down the towel, and it became a wide, such a wide river. Up came the Baba Yaga to the river, and unable to cross, gnashed her teeth with rage. Then she turned and went home, and fetched her oxen, and drove those oxen to the river and made them drink. They drank every drop of the river, and then the Baba Yaga began the pursuit anew. But the girl put her ear to the ground again, and when she heard that the Baba Yaga was near, she flung down the comb, and instantly a forest sprang up, such an awfully thick one. The Baba Yaga began gnawing away at it, but however hard she worked, she couldn't gnaw her way through it, so she had to go back again. By this time, the girl's father had returned home, and he asked, Where is my daughter? She's gone to her aunt's, replied the stepmother. Soon after, the girl herself came running home. Where have you been? asked her father. Oh, father, she said. Mother sent me to auntie's to ask for a needle and thread to make a new dress. But that aunt is a Baba Yaga, and she wanted to eat me. And how did you get away, daughter? Why, like this, said the girl, and explained to him the entire matter. As soon as her father had heard all about this, he became wroth with his wife, and he shot her. And he and his daughter lived on and flourished happily ever after, and everything went well with them from that day forth. Hello, I'm Glenn Ostland, the man behind the Mythologi podcast. This story comes from Russia, with love. And as you may have noticed, it is a very close cousin to the Cinderella story that many of you are already quite familiar with, I'm sure. There are a lot of these Cinderella stories from all around the world, and over the course of the Mythologi podcast, I'm sure you'll hear quite a few. Now, people who are kind and generous as this girl in the story do not always live happily ever after, but this story creates for us a world in which they do. But that's what myth does for us, doesn't it? It explores human truths through story, fiction, metaphor, and that's what I will be doing with this podcast. Now, I'm a writer, 
I'm a podcaster, and I have a master's degree and a PhD, ABD, in folklore from Indiana University. I've heard a lot of myths throughout my life, a lot of legends, a lot of folk tales from all over the world. I love telling these stories and exploring what they mean. Now, if you like this podcast and you want to see it continue, please give Mythologuy a five-star rating and write a short review on iTunes. And if you want to hear more discussion and analysis behind these stories, come support me on Patreon and get access to exclusive content not available to the general public. You can also like our Facebook page and receive notifications with every new episode released. I'm Glenn Osland, and I am your Mythologuy. Until next time, keep a piece of bacon in your pocket and tie a ribbon around a birch tree. I love it. <laughs>